You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. From Chicago, this is the Chavrusa. I'm Avram Kivalevich. And I'm Kalman Warch. Kalman, the uh, eyes and hearts of most of Klal Yisrael, who were aware, uh, were turned on Moitzoy uh, Shabbos to a small suburb of Fort Worth. <laughs> Fort Worth itself, of course, used to be a suburb of Dallas, but I would say Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, and Colleyville, Texas became... Uh, in the lips of all Yidin that cared for other Yidin, the uh, congregation Beth Israel, a uh, congregation that, uh, uh, as in COVID, all of us uh, realize it was operating not at maximum level. Uh, as we know, uh, the the rabbi, Rabbi Charlie Citron Walker, led services with three other stalwarts that were willing to brave personal connection and I'm sure they were masked. Um, and then someone, of course, entered into the building. Uh, Charlie uh, let the person in, was Makar of him, uh, sat him down for a cup of tea. I'm not sure if he used Klishlishi or not, but he made, Charlie made this fellow a cup of tea. And when they turned to Yerushalayim, to Jerusalem, as Charlie said, to Davin Shman Esrei, um, Charlie heard a click. And that click was the click of a uh, of, of of some sort of rifle or or gun that he had with him, and they realized that as they were being pointed to Yerushalayim, that they were all in very very deep trouble, because the person they had let in was a uh, seemingly a very mentally disturbed fellow, but a uh, a a leak fasal akram. Uh, was there for nefarious reasons. Uh, it's clear from the photo, and without necessarily profiling people, it's clear from the photo that uh, he was not <laughs> an Iraqi Jew. <laughs> it's clear from the photo that uh, he was someone who was not from the Jewish community. Charlie let him in, and as he was known to do, a person that was very welcoming. Uh, the service was being live-streamed, and uh, immediately, I guess, in the middle of the Shemayin Esrei, I'm not sure if they have it. They had a Shemayin Esrei. It was only seven brachas, but uh, Malik let it be known that this was going to be a serious situation, and uh, started shouting his demands, mentioning that he, of course, was armed and would uh, kill the people that were there unless uh, the release of a Pakistani. Uh, scientist who was arrested for and and was tried for uh, and and put into prison not far from Colleyville. We all know, again, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, who have been under a rock, (laughs) that's basically the story. Of course, there was a a, a tense number of hours as the standoff uh, continued. Uh, SWAT teams arrived, FBI, of course, the SWAT team and the hostage negotiators. But it seemed, although one uh, person was able to be let out, um, Charlie and the other two were there. And as Charlie himself said uh, in an interview later, that uh, the man was getting more and more extreme, 
in terms of his in terms of what he said was going to happen, how he was definitely uh, not afraid to die, how he would die, and how he would take these people with him. Um, it is harrowing, and I, I'm telling this story in length because I don't want to show any lack of sensitivity towards this ordeal that they went through. I know that uh, this Malik uh, asked, told them that they should get on their knees and be ready to be killed. And it was then that Charlie did something extremely courageous, something that he says he, 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 um, he attributes to the training that he had in, from, from uh, counter-terrorist training, where he took a chair and threw it at Malik. And then they had signaled to each other the three were able to escape and and they escaped the clutches of this of this obviously deranged Islamic terrorist. Um, it was then, after they were safe, the FBI stormed the building. Uh, they were able to come in, and it's I don't know if it was a Kaliba police officer or the FBI, but some there was a somebody shot this man dead. Um, a great story. A great story because no one died except the terrorist, and people who were scared about um, a, a, a repeat of the Tree of Life synagogue. Everybody breathed a sigh of, of, of relief. There were tefillos being said, tilim that was being said. A number of statements were being issued. Biden, Harris, everybody seemed to be saying the right thing. What does Kivalevich have see wrong in this whole story? It would seem to underscore, right, Kalman, that that we should all be nervous. We should yeah, all be- I have to echo the sentiment that everyone is feeling of this could have been another one of the tragedies. And it was frightening, but it it didn't turn into that terrible tragedy. And we are fortunate and grateful for that. And, and I think all of us, whether it's in your show in, in Skokie or mine and Elizabeth, um, we realize that we are all potentially, we're bound together as a community. And we are, all of us are potentially, can be taken hostage for things that have no real connection to us other than the fact that uh, there are elements in Islamic uh, literature and uh, Islamic extremists continue to promote this about how somehow the Jews are the bane of humanity and something that is specifically Jewish, be it a, a shul or a, uh, a, a JCC or any sort of a Jewish area is in a way somehow stands for all Jews and, and for anything that's being somehow perpetrated or in their mind against, uh, against Islam. Um, it, 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 again, I have to say the imams and all the Muslim uh, uh, communal authorities in Texas and throughout the world uh, condemned the act. They realized that there was no connection and there should never be any connection, especially to let people be in their, in their synagogues and pray. So in many ways, it was a, it was a, a sterling event that needs to be pointed at and modeled in, in, in terms of, uh, you, 
equal, the, the community coming together, the Jewish community, the greater community, and Biden not being afraid to calling it what it is, an anti-Semitic terrorist act. Um, and there was, of course, trepidation, Kalman, on, on the news of mention. Okay, here's the other shoe. Charlie seems to be, from what has been written up about him, a, 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 a wonderful person a person who's given over to social justice causes, a nice guy, uh, a, a, a person who cares for people, maybe even cares too much, as was evidenced here. Um, he has been on the forefront of LGBTQ uh, issues. He's written about it. There are Facebook posts from him. Obviously, we have a very different Tashkafa about that. We don't see this as cardinal to what we believe uh, needs to be promoted. But there's one thing that's sticking in my craw. And I know from our little conversation before we decided to uh, record here that you disagree with me. But I'm going to make my, 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 my case. Go for it. The soapbox yeah. is yours. Okay. Char- you know, it, Twitter feeds, although sometimes they might be just some emotional thing that you send off, Charlie uh, Citron Walker is, is, is a reasonable person, and this is the message he sent to the world. I'm thankful and filled with appreciation for, and it's almost poetry, and this is what he's thankful and filled, and he, then he lists all of the vigils and prayers and love and support, all of the law enforcement and first responders who cared for us, all of the security training that helped save us. Then he gets to the second part of his poem. I am grateful for my family. I am grateful for the Congregation Beth Israel community, the Jewish community, the human community. I am grateful that we made it out. I am grateful to be alive. Um, Charlie also, uh, uh, we are recording on a Tuesday. On a Monday, Charlie had an eight-minute interview with CBS This Morning where he recounted some of the uh, harrowing moments that I tried to give over to you in a, co- a couple of minutes ago. Eight minutes, he spoke, and he spoke about uh, you know, what he was feeling, how he's coming back to the synagogue, how they're not going to stay away, and everything that Charlie has said. There is one thing missing, and that is a three-letter word, God. Now, I understand prayers are praying to somewhere. They have to go someplace. But there is no thankfulness of God. I remember football players getting into the end zone after shaking tackles, pointing to the heavens, being interviewed in the locker room afterwards and praising God. Praising God. We we hear it from players. We hear it from first responders. We hear it from the men on the street. What's wrong with the fact that a religious leader, small community though it might be, seems unable or unwilling, scared, and not because he's a bad person. I don't know about his personal beliefs of whether he believes in a creator. I I have been doing some research about this, and I know that it doesn't disqualify you for the reform rabbinate if you are skeptical about belief in God. 
They don't, uh, they don't necessarily ascribe to the Yudgimli karma of the Rambam. But what I believe is going on is I think Charlie's, uh, Charlie Walker was raised as a nice reform boy, went to schools. I believe he believes in God, but I think he's scared. I think Charlie Walker is scared to mention God. And, we, and this is a tragedy that we live in an era where a religious person cannot be seen as pushing and promoting something which used to be uh, uh, egalitarian, something that was not considered uh, specifically Jewish or specifically Muslim, specifically Christian, the idea of one nation under God. So I, I, I myself, I'm, I'm not convinced that you're convinced that he's necessarily, um, you're saying not believing, you're, but but you don't you don't know the other way either. Meaning, it sounds like you're you're saying, and I, I, I want to look at this from both perspectives because I think they are both a possibility. And the thing is, we're not even talking so much about him as much as you know the just the way that we're expecting the world to be. I I, I think that I I think that either he doesn't believe, and I, I think we need to figure out how it is that the reform community has a rabbinet that contains within it those who don't believe in God. I think that that's a little bit silly, even. Or he does believe, and he just doesn't feel like that's the right um, message he wants to send out for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if we can pick a side. I think we just sort of have to look at it from both possibilities. Um, okay. Look, I'm trying, as we say, donning in Makavskus. I'm trying to give you're, it. You're, it doesn't feel like you're being done in the cops. You're holding it against him that he doesn't mention God. I, I, and, and, so, so common, I have two possible, like you said, these two possibilities. One, I believe is something that's shocking that you can have a rabbi who doesn't believe in God. I did. I, I want to tell you that I did some research and I, I, I did not, I, I, both of us are very close to uh, a reform rabbi who believes uh, fervently in God. We both had a very strong relationship with a reform rabbi. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily still the case that, uh, you know, entry into the rabbinate is dependent on that. Um, I I would assume that it isn't (laughs) just because of um, knowing those who do not. So I, I, I I think it's, uh, I think we, I think we can easily um, take as a, as a given that um, certainly within the reform movement, uh, I, 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 would, I would be more curious about the conservative movement. Oh, well, okay, so certainly I... within the reform movement, there's no <laughs> expectation of, the, of, of belief in God. But if he doesn't believe, if he doesn't believe, so what are you expecting him to write? That he does believe? It's, it's, it's inconceivable in my mind, although it's obviously true, that you can have, you can dress up a, a shul, a Jewish convocation, and have everything in it except God, social justice, caring for the stranger, and real, and say, well, these are just ideas that the brilliance of the of the of a people created. We created God in order to uh, elevate humans, but it was I, it was. I, I think was, that I don't think we need to. Um, go through the process by which the reform movement should 
realize God. I think that I think that anyone who doesn't believe in God on some level is an idiot. And if it, it, and none of these rab, rabbis, using quotes, air quotes, none of these rabbis. If you don't believe in God, you're not a rabbi. You're an apicorist, and you can't be both a rabbi and an apicorist. Okay, so you're okay. now. A, so are you, so we know I, that. What do you think I'm about Charles? I'm with you on the fact that he should be believing in God. But if he doesn't believe in God, and the reform movement does have a rabbinate where they tell you that we've replaced God with whatever the fashion of the day is, which happens to be, um, um, you know, identity politics. But but that's that's the fashion of the day, and every generation is convinced that their fashion of the day is the new. Re- so that's what he's bought into. So he's bought into he's bought into it, and uh, Nebuch, I would say, Nebuch, he he bought into that. But why are we why are we calling him out for doing what he believes is the right thing? He's just trying to do the right thing. Well, how how is this his problem? Well, look, I again, I as I said, I, I I spent a lot of time describing his nobility, his courage, his personality, uh, and 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 these are things which I have no, I would never even think to assail. I did some research on this column, and I, I spoke to my uh, connections in in the broader rabbinate, including the conservative movement, and I got a response that that at least in Canada, this is what I was listening to from this person, that reform uh, rabbis talked about God all the time, um, enthusiasm, using God to explain their personal trials and successes. Uh, the Orthodox would speak about Torah, but the reform would use God in sort of an amorphous way, but at least about as if it was, it was a being. Now that was a number of years ago. I I really believe what's going on. You know, I I think the camps that Charlie Walker attended, I think the seminaries that he was taught in were taught by people who believed in a God and a, in a, in a beneficent, beneficent God, a God who cared for all humanity a God may be shaped by their own ideals about what human beings should be, but yet a creator who knew and can answer prayers and be connected. I really believe that uh, Charlie is knuckling under to pressure that he feels as a public figure not to put God on the table, that religious figures are being pressured in this 21st century not to mention God. And I think that is what needs to be decried. Nebuch, that Charlie is part, I believe, of a of a whole new culture where young people representing religious movements have to be so vanilla and only into the woke identity politics ideas that they can be passionate about, but they cannot utter the name of God. So I don't think it's his fault. I don't think it's his fault at all. I, 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 I right. you don't know this. You're, you're, you're projecting what you believe is the most likely situation on him. You don't know that he actually. Can you tell me why you would turn to Jerusalem? What are you doing turning to Jerusalem? What words are you saying? Is it just meditation? You're meditating. What is going on if there's no God? What does prayer mean? What does prayer mean? If that's there's a, that's no a, God? That's a really good question. And, and, I'm not going to try to answer the question for him. I can try to guess, but that's what you're doing, right? I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what his particular. I can tell you that there are people who believe it's metaphorical, it's this, it's that, it's 
it's, oh, yeah. it's their internal God within them, you whatever it is that they're saying. But 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 they've got their explanations. But but the, the, the fact is that again, I, I, I'm in agreement with you that there is a problem with the system. I'm not I'm not denying that. The fact that there are apicorsim who can get the title rabbi, and by apicorus, I mean technically is a heretic, right? And you get the, the term rabbi. It, it's a weird world where that's a possibility. But but this sounds like um, we're we're going after after Rabbi Walker himself. No, I know. I, I don't know why you're thinking that, Kalman. I am never. I, 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 I'm very. I would love to spend some time with him to schmooze with him. He seems like a guy that would 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 be a very pleasant. You're upset with his tweet, though. You, you I, want, I'm you a, want the word God to be there. Yeah, I'm upset. And I, I'm telling you, he's. First of all, you don't know why he doesn't have the word. God. Okay, look, Kalman. But, but even if he does, he's he's acting in what he understands to be the appropriate way to act. And someone who's trying their best. So if, some, if someone as measured and as 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 honest and as giving as Charlie Walker, honest the, doesn't mean he's smart. Just because he's a nice guy doesn't mean that he understands even basic logic. And if he hasn't calculated that there is a God, which again I don't know, maybe he believes in God, maybe he doesn't. If he doesn't believe in God, then he's an idiot. With all of his. He, he he may have doctorates and all kinds of things, but if he hasn't come to the conclusion that there's someone running the world, he's an, he's an idiot. But he's not a bad person for it. And we don't have to call out a person. We don't have to analyze people's words because we're assessing them on some moral stage of uh, you know, where we're measuring them to see whether we like the way that they're making choices in morality. If this is the way he lives, then that's the way he lives. Kalman, what, okay, so Kalman, what needs, you know, again, you, I, 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 I prefaced my, my whole diatribe with describing him, and I'm not trying to attack him. I'm nothing against him or his wife or anybody who's in that, uh, who, who's part of that community, virtually or actually. I have Rahmanus on it. And again, he's probably going to both. Everyone's going to need some sort of counseling to deal with the trauma of having to spend those hours with someone who is threatening to kill you. Can you imagine what that is to be asked to be go down on your knees because we're about to, I'm about to slaughter you for the sake of Allah? There's no question about it that this is something that we need to show Rahmanas for. But we also have to have we have to have moral outrage that we live in an era that Charlie is as now in my mind not as a person. It, 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 it has, there could have been an opportunity which for some reason can't happen of actually creating super achtos by saying we, there's the one God that we all serve in all different ways and that would have been an idea that would you really think that would have been unifying I, it, it, maybe it would have unified him with, with one half but would have um, detached him from another half. But, the the actors of Paul Israel is, is, is a little more volatile than... I, I, you know, like I said, I see it in, 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 in the political realm. Biden, who is the ultimate spokesman for this wave, invokes God consistently. I think that we, that religious figures, people who represent some sort of uh, religious knowledge and instruction are the ones in this era that are the ones that are clamped worse than anyone else. 
And so I, I think I think this is a, it's, it's very much a Jewish problem because I think that in, in the case of let's say Christianity, if if I if I don't believe in what the Christians say, I'm just no longer a Christian. Right? But but with with Judaism, even if you don't believe, you're still a Jew. So all these people who who stopped believing, so they made their own form of Judaism where you're not required to believe, as if as if getting together and agreeing that we're not required to believe somehow legitimizes that that uh, I, the complaint, the issue. Or maybe we should talk about that. Maybe we should talk about what in the world already. we should be. We should understand that as a result, people like this um, Charlie, who who um, who doesn't invoke God in in the tweet, is simply living in within the society in the way that he was told and he was taught and he was trained and that that's the way he should be and even if he himself believes and you're saying he's only capitulating to to what the people around him expect of him to write nevertheless that's what within his society is is what's explained to him what he needs to do as the appropriate response uh i i don't think i don't think his tweet necessarily um, should make, which is what it seems to be doing, should upset us um, about about him leaving something out as much as it should upset us, maybe, and maybe that is what you're saying. Yes, you're it was, Kalman. Yes, it was. As much as you were trying to turn me into an anti-Charlie person, and I was somehow sticking the, the you know, the, 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 uh, I, I'm the, not suggesting the knife into him. As a person. But you are calling him out for doing something wrong. Yes, right, and I right. So that I, I that's what I'm. I, I I feel that I, I can't, you can't call that doing something wrong if you were raised that this is exactly the best way to behave. Yeah, uh, right. Well, I I'm not like I said. I I I my reading of it based on Charlie's bio, and I, I, obviously I'm just guessing. But my reading of it, Charlie's bio is that this is what's what is uh, hampering him from saying something. You know, l- let me move on to something else here because I think we sort of like got into a cul-de-sac. Uh, Seth Farber, who is sort of a you know a troublemaker, <laughs> when he you know he's always trying to you know, push the envelope. He calls himself a rabbi and social activist. Um, Seth wrote an article uh, about how there was no statement from a- any of the chief rabbis. In Israel, on might um, say Shabbos or on Sunday, when they could have made a statement about unity with uh, the victims of this siege and how they were davening, etc., for them, um, and Farber felt that there was a um, there is a uh, a sense that in Israel, especially, there is a uh, a, a um, fuselage of of negative portraits of all reformed Jews and because of that um, there's a, a reason why they are ignoring and he felt that the chief he, he shames the chief rabbinate for uh, using the uh, Colleyville situation or not using it uh, and by ignoring it uh, and, and because it wasn't really a Jewish issue um, I don't know if you're aware of, of, of that article um, uh-huh. I I, I think I generally don't get involved in these silly. Um, I it, 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 it's 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 somewhat silly. It's I say it's more than somewhat silly because we the, the entire concept of what our culture has like everyone everyone if you if you believe you must issue a statement 
and and we have all these statements that come out from everyone and everyone fulfills their obligation by making an official statement the whole thing is so silly um that and and, and i think that that even descending into this maybe it's a little bit of silliness for us this this official declaration that everyone makes as if somehow and i'll tell you the truth even for the president of the united states to come out and call it an islamic an act of islamic terrorism which everyone was waiting for as if that somehow makes us feel better and more protected the whole thing is one big joke well uh, you know again once we live in an era Kalman, when a a uh a service is live streamed and a terrorist attack is live streamed. And it isn't just the people in that area that know about it. It is worldwide. And that is why, unlike other events that we only heard about them later, this was happening in real time. This was something. And therefore, I think, I think Farber has a point, but he's wrong. You know, Farber believes, you know, he, he, he the fact that there was this omission by, you know, uh, by the chief rabbanim, he's using this to try to promote the idea of of the of the of the prejudice and the small mindedness of the rabbinate in Israel against anything to do with reform. Again, it would pro- it, it probably what probably needed to be done was every organization. Now, obviously, the chief rabbis in Israel are not in America. But we know this is an attack on all Jews everywhere. So as much as I believe Farber is trying to politicize this and scar points, I think, I hope you agree with me that like Orsameach and like almost every uh, media conscious organization did, there needs to be some statement that they are part of. I don't know if the- I, I I don't agree with this. I don't agree with the whole concept of issuing statements. At most, it, statements are silly, and and they become so like okay. So did you say enough words that you're nobody? Nobody cares. Everyone needs to stop doing it. At most, at most, Call I would know- say I would say that the Islamic community can come out with a statement supporting their fellow Jews because that's needed. Um, to, to, the, 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 to support the Jewish people and say that we don't promote this and we're going to try to stop this from happening and you Jews don't need to be afraid at most, I would say. But this whole idea of issuing statements, I think it's silly and I don't think that the rabbinate in Israel has to buy into what you've decided is the minimal expectation of, of solidarity with with other Jews that then now there's like a tiny there's a complaint where is my statement you owe me a statement you know Kamen, you're, you're you're flipping completely originally you tell me that well that's just the way the times are and that we sh- we can't blame Charlie Akiuze and it's wrong to even bring it up I'm telling you that the times today are, are we are so interconnected that events, even though they seem to be trivial, and I'm sure there were, uh, you know, what we would call I'm ter- not trivializing this event. The, the, the but, but just, okay, but my, but you are because a terror event, even though Baruch Hashem there was nobody killed, and, and it was, but once in our era, everything that happens is everybody's news, and therefore we know that. We've talked about it ourselves, about how conscious we have to be, about Chil Hashem. And therefore, I think when something like this occurs, that the whole world knows about what's happening in a synagogue in Texas, that 
means a, 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 a measured and a co-measured response from all the agencies that are part of that world. That's no, the RCA, I, you, you can, that's the you, o- you can describe it in a very organized way. It doesn't make it then make any more sense. The concept of issuing statements is a silliness. It is one of those examples where you humanity- But it's expected. It's expected. Yes, what I'm saying is that in the same way, and it's not a contradiction, in the same way that we say that people will be the way that they are, and and this uh, Charlie is going to say the things that he was raised to say and what he understands is the right thing to do. So the people in Israel too, they're, okay, we're sorry that there's a few Jews who are in this, but what do we, oh, you want us to type up a statement and send an email. Okay, and that's going to do what? It, 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 that also we need to understand that they are living the life that they want to live. Everyone should just let everyone. Boy, I, I can't believe Kalman. You know, you 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 say you're not contradicting yourself, but you are. We we uh, you you get some underling. I'm not saying that Rabbi Lau himself needs to spend an hour uh, constructing the statement, but the people, all the apartheidniks who work for Rabbi Lau and work for Rabbi Yosef need to recognize that something happened on the international scene and therefore Jews were threatened and therefore we are, they should be out there saying, Shevach Leboire Oilom, Shevach to the Rabbeinu Shalom, that the Rabbeinu Shalom was matzil Jews, was matzil human beings from the hand of... I, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing they with that. They didn't do it though, it. but they did not issue no, but They can go into shul and come before Hashem and say, thank you for saving my brothers and sisters. That's what they need to do. They don't need to issue a statement. Who came up with these rules? This new idea but it's, that you now... Know, but, but it's part of the world now. And therefore, when something occurs, the OU understands this, the Aguda understands this. I'm when- saying the OU and the Aguda are buying into the garbage that society is feeding, that, that somehow a statement is your obligation to a situation. Okay, so, that- so, so Charlie, you know, Charlie buying in is okay. But the OU and ever, all the other religious organizations that issue statements when things like this occur are somehow, they need to somehow have the courage no, not to buy okay. it. They're just being as silly as Charlie is. They're being as silly, but you can't have a complaint against someone who says, what's my statement going to do? Okay, look, let, let, let me put it on the table because I think it's getting confusing. I, Charlie, in my mind, could have used this opportunity to shem and create achdas between the monotheistic religions. He would have turned off the atheists, I agree. But you know what? you got to be who you are. And if you're going into a place and, and, and praying to Jerusalem, you're not an atheist by definition. Because what else is going on? Okay, that's one thing. Two, the OU, the, the, all the American organizations that did the right thing, the Israelis dropped the ball. There should have been something being said because that is, is is important, and they should have used it as a not necessarily like some sort of uh, homogenized, toned down uh, uh, statement. It should have been a very strong recognizing, and that would have done. And I think Farber is right, although I think he's incredibly wrong about much else that he wrote. But it could have been a a means of connecting. And showing that the, the the Orthodox are not these draconian bad boys who just want to control and throw reform people out yeah, of Israel. Right. And I'm going to disagree on bo- both counts. Number one, I think that uh, that's, why, that's why we have a show. <laughs> that you can't you can't judge. We don't know what's going on. You don't know whether 
whether Charlie Citron Walker, whether what he believes, whether he believes the fact that he prays to Jerusalem. Just, I hope he believes. I hope he believes because there is another Jew who's more likely to have a chance to make it to the world to come. I, I hope he believes. I really do. But you don't know. You don't know whether he believes or doesn't believe. You don't know whether he was um, just capitulating to pressure. You don't know what, what the situation was. And we shouldn't judge him. We need to stop reading people's um, people's statements as if this somehow is is their major stage in the world. This why is, why, why is there a Twitter feed if not to be judged and be seen? We, we live in a world... He can make his statements, whatever he makes his statements, and... and what it is, is what he believes is the appropriate message to send. So I think he's wrong, but he's not a bad person for it. And it's not, it's not him we should be calling out, um, but we should be, maybe we need to do more to promote godliness in the world. And again, in, I never, of, I, and I, 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 I wasn't, other, that's right. I was other. not, I was not calling him out, but I think that if people like us and others raise the, raise the issue and force religious leaders in the reform and conservative movement to confront this point and to stand up and say, yes, we, we recognize God. And that this is something that I think can do a lot, not only for strengthening whatever they're doing, and maybe we should want to destroy what they're doing in some ways, because we'd like to bring them back into real belief. But I think the way of doing that as the Rambam says at the end of, of, of Ilchus Melochim, is to, is to accentuate the aspects of their belief that are in line with our, our tenets. And if, if, they have, if they have jettisoned belief in God from what their religion is, then that is, that is, that is a, a tragedy. I, 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 I have more faith in them. I believe that they, again, and maybe it's because I'm old, but the reform rabbis that I know and the reform rabbis that anecdotally that I have tried to connect to did show a belief in God. Um, and I think that there always were, there's always going to be a minority of, disbel- of disbelievers, unbelievers, even, even I think among, uh, uh, perhaps even among the Orthodox. But it would seem to me that to, to dedicate yourself in the religious way, not just to be a, um, a, a fighter for social justice, but to actually put on the mantle of the rabbinate and to connect yourself to liturgy and whatever that, however bastardized that liturgy has become, implies a belief in God, not just the genius of the Jewish people in creating it. And it's, it's a tragedy that, that that has occurred. I would, I would want to call out, not Charlie, as I'd said many times, but the, the reform leadership in general. Where is God? And, and, and to use this as a way to shake them up, or bring God back. You know, there's one thing about the Muslims, even even Malik, the the this deranged person, that he, they God is prominent and, and and preeminent in their lives and what they do, and and and, and you know as well as I do, from a Hashkafa perspective, that is one of the reasons why Islam continues to still have a hold on the Makomos Hakadoshim, right? Right, right. No, and and I agree that the fact that that's why I mentioned before that Judaism um, is the is that major religion that made room for people who want to be um, Jews, which they will be because they are Jews, even if they don't believe. And so they kind of made themselves their own 
their own community and their own classroom. That's right. We, we re, in other words, we we rejected the Rambams uh, in the creation of the reform movement. Had um, shoulders big enough to create a new religion. Um, you know, they 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 weren't in the VM. They weren't even Rishonim. They weren't even Achronim. In most cases, they were Amiratim, although we both know that there were a number of examples of the original reform rabbis who, who, who really knew their stuff, but they were idiots, nevertheless, and they, they bought into the garbage of the times, and they did create this, and that is a problem for us. It, it is, 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 what should we as a Jewish people do as a response? I think that's a really good question. I, I, I think that that's something that, um, and maybe the listeners want to chime in on this, because what do we do when we look at the Jewish people and we see that maybe 20% are, are believers, and then you've got almost 80%, and not, that's, I'm not talking about the rabbinate, which is what we're discussing, I'm just saying the numbers in general, you know, we're at four-fifths that don't believe, what are we doing about it? And the little Kiruv movements here and there that's getting one and two and three people here and there isn't doing much. So I, 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 I'm not going to disagree with you that that's, that that's a major issue. But again, I, I, I don't think that we need to look at any individual situation. I, I, I think you're right that when people put it out there on Twitter, they mean to say it to the world. But just because they mean to say it to the world doesn't mean they actually, that we should be providing everyone with a platform and that Charlie Citron Walker needs to have his words analyzed like, like he's a Rashi in Again, I did not uh, submit it anywhere close to the type of, 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 of uh, analysis like that. I think it, it, the obvious omission should have, it, it should have called out, it shouldn't have taken uh, Kivalevich on his podcast to be able to call it out. It should have been, should have been, uh, it should have been the wart uh, and, and cancer Nebuch, that it is that I think that 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 infect infects our society, which is that you know God has become verboten even by the ones who need to promote it the most. Well, he is. We haven't done this in a while. We have we, our our, our sign offs have somehow been uh, we, we 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 forgot them. So let's let's try it again. He's my chavrusa Rabbi Kalman Warch, and my esteemed chavrusa, a true and authentic Rabbi Avram Kivalevich. <laughs> And we will hopefully see you again. Take care, everybody. Be well. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 